and welcome back to another episode of the Awfully Irish Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Today, I'm joined by a very special guest. How about you introduce yourself? I'm Dave Farina, uh, probably better known uh, as the uh, creator of Professor Dave Explains. Thanks for hopping on today, Dave. How are you doing? Yeah, happy to be here. Pretty good. How about how about you? Oh, not too bad now. Where are you? Um, mm-hmm. Where are you located? Los Angeles. Los Angeles. That's a beautiful place, man. It's much sunnier than what's going mm-hmm. on here at the moment, which is just shite weather in Ireland. <laughs> where are you? At? Are you in Ireland or? Yeah, yeah, I'm living in the middle of Ireland, where it's <laughs> it's pretty got it damn wet <laughs> but uh so to tell it tell me what what exactly to be expected <laughs> what what do you do like um Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, my my primary uh, focus these days is science communication, which is centered around my YouTube channel, Professor Dave Explains. So uh, most of what I do is uh, academic tutorials. So uh, these are tutorials that are sort of aligned with uh, curricula. So they're for students to help them get through their classes, uh, high school, undergraduate students, um, in a variety of subjects, so I started out doing like chemistry, biochemistry, biology, physics, math, um, and I'm now kind of uh, uh, you know growing into a, a lot of different uh, topics. Um, and uh, as of late, I've also gotten into debunking. So uh, I uh, kind of target hoaxes and con men and make sort of longer pieces uh, exposing their charlatanry. So that's the YouTube channel. Uh, I also just wrote a book. So first time author actually comes out tomorrow. So I'm pretty excited about that. Okay. Um, and I'm also a musician and uh, husband and father and, um, you know, all, all kinds of other things. <laughs> so, yeah. What a life. <laughs> that's that's crazy, man. Um it's okay yeah it's not bad (laughs) so you have your youtube channel and why did you decide to make that then like is the curriculum not good enough or do you feel it could be kind of like where did the idea come from um yeah i wasn't really trying to do any kind of commentary on like you know the status of education it was more just um i i was in a touring band at the time this was 2014 and uh, so we were on the road a lot and we were we we the tours were doing well they were paying for themselves but we weren't making a lot of income to take home and pay rent and stuff so we all thought we were in the van one day we're like we all need passive income everybody's got to figure out how to make some passive income so i thought well i'll make a youtube channel i heard that you can make some money on youtube so uh, i had just uh, a year prior finished four years of teaching organic chemistry at this trade university so i had all the lectures fresh in my mind i thought you know what um i'm going to deliver my ochem lectures to camera with a little whiteboard and markers and and i'll put those on youtube and we'll see what happens and uh those were received really well by ochem students so uh i decided to make a little more make some gen chem um with with animations and green screen and and then from there just you know people were like oh this is great like do more um and i just thought okay i'll do more <laughs> and uh and it's gone, you know, grown from there and now is uh, my primary focus, my, my, my entire income. And <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, uh, it was a good idea to get that channel started, I guess. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. um, I think the whole concept of what you do is extremely well done, like kind of teaching it in a different way that is just textbook because I, I did uh, chemistry for two years. And the only thing I really remember about you know, doing chemistry was waking up during the class 
it wasn't the most um, yeah exciting thing in all fairness to it. And I think I actually remember watching one of your videos to help me study for a test. Like, and I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. did considerably better than I did in the other test that I did in chemistry. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I mean, in fairness, I don't think that my, my academic content is particularly riveting or fascinating either. I, I think it's just that um, what's, what's really entertaining uh, and, and satisfying is when you get it. Uh, it's hard when you don't get it, but when you do get it, you can kind of be more engaged. And so I think the reason that it, the content has been successful is that I sort of like, uh, I, I'm just telling you what's in your textbook, quite frankly. But what I'm doing is I'm, I'm tearing away the fluff, like the extra information that you, maybe is not as important. And, um, and I'm just delivering it to you as succinctly as possible, as simply as possible. Nice, clean aesthetic. You got some visuals to help deliver comprehension. So I'm just, I'm trying to help everybody understand it as easily as possible. And once you understand it, then it's, you know, arguably a little more fun um, because you can sort of see what it's all about and and apply it to things. And so that's really all I'm doing. Uh, It's definitely not like, you know, uh, edutainment and like really flashy and lots of jokes and, you know, um, so that's not it. But um, yeah, I think that, that people can enjoy the content that that's great because, that just show it's a testament to how important it is to understand science and how fun it can be once once you do ha- have a grasp on it so yeah no um it can definitely be a lot to understand it and i think that's one of the reasons why i didn't continue to do science after secondary school which would be high school over there in the us but uh i'm, I'm studying media which i find mm-hmm. really fun and fascinating and i'm enjoying it but um one thing about especially chemistry. I did chemistry and biology is that I just couldn't grasp my head around chemistry for the life of me. Like I could do mm-hmm. titrations and I could do the experiments cause they were pretty easy to follow, but stuff like organic chemistry and like man, over my head, like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, it's funny you should say that. I, I experienced the exact opposite. Like when I, you know, I obviously I did two years of, of chemistry in high school. It was like chem and then AP chem, sophomore, junior year. So that was fine. And then in college, uh, I thought maybe I'd major in chem. So I started out in freshman year. I took some a- analytical chemistry course like equilibrium and analysis or something. And it was, as you're saying, a lot of titrations, all these things. And I, I found that to be tremendously boring. And actually it was the other way around that once I took OCHEM, uh, as a sophomore, that's when I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like, I actually really, really like this. So I know that's that typically the story is the other way around, as as you've just reported that OCHEM is the one that kind of scares people away from chemistry. But uh, I just that was the course where I was like, oh, now I like this uh, finally. <laughs> so um, but I guess that's why I teach it. So, <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, yeah, it must have been really fun for you then, because no man wasn't for me i know i definitely in my school i don't know what it's like around the rest of the country but biology was definitely more popular as a subject than chemistry um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i say that's because it's probably easier to understand i mean there we got a we were supposed to go to the zoo that was included and then it like didn't yeah depressing possibly a little less abstract um yeah, it, it is a little difficult to learn kind of the rules of the molecular world. It, it's they're not intuitive, really. But um, I don't know. I don't know that biology is that intuitive either. You know, got to learn a lot of different you know, strange anatomical 
aspects and you know sell sell uh, you know stuff about sales but um, a little less math although there's not a lot of math in, in chemistry either i think physics definitely it's it's forgivable that people would would run away from uh, physics uh, because of how much how much math is involved and in fact i i, I was considering doing physics as well and i just thought nah it's it's a little too hard. Chemistry seems a little <laughs> easier to me. So, no, I um, I did I did physics, very basic physics for three years in secondary school, but uh, I, like chemistry didn't really get it. I didn't like it. I did other stuff. I did, I, did, I took French instead of it. I'm good at French now, not the best, but you know, I know mm-hmm. a couple of words. But like, I can understand why people would see it as maybe not the worst science because physics is still very interesting, just maybe the, the hardest to understand. And then, yeah, no, I can understand it. Um, but let's get back to your YouTube. Where did the idea to start, like your debunking videos, where did that idea come from? So I got, I kind of got dragged into it. What happened was uh, I was making an astronomy playlist, um, you know, 30 something tutorials on basic like astronomy 101, what you learn freshman year undergrad. And uh, I was trying to have a little bit of fun with it. So after this, the series was over, I had these two at the very end that I thought would be fun. One of them would be debunking flat earth and one of them would be debunking astrology. And what's funny is that I kind of thought that I'd get a lot more heat on the astrology one, that all these people that are into astrology would be coming and going, ah, you jerk. Like, you know, actually it was crickets on the astrology one, but the flat earth one, for some reason, uh, well, not for some, I mean, I know now, but, but, uh, that went to the top, you know, the top search result for the flat earth keyword, um, the day after that I put it out. And so this other channel, this flat earth channel, um, thought oh easy prey and they and they took the video and they did this three hour live stream kind of dissecting it and and making fun of it and thinking they were being really clever um and they were really really rude to me and it's and uh, i'm a pretty vindictive fellow so i took their their giant live stream and chopped it up and just made fun of them for 45 minutes showing how everything they say is so unbelievably stupid um and to date that's the high you know highest you know most viewed video on my on my channel um and so, you know, because it was so fun uh, and it's so fun to kind of like, you know, get back at those dudes and uh, because it did so well and people really wanted more content like that, I kind of got a little more into the de- into the de- into the debunking uh, and I got sick of Flat Earth after a while because there's just, you know, you, there's a limit to how much you can say about it. But um, it, it got me into debunking in general, which I then started doing other stuff. So like Young Earth Creationism and Anti-Vax and Electric Universe and all these other things. Um, to the point where now I, I, I really enjoy it and I, I, I kind of um, I, I take it more seriously uh, regarding what what uh, figures out there seem to have a lot of influence that are peddling lies and try to systematically uh, take them down and, and hopefully get a lot of views to try to neutralize their influence on on the public. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I should thank the Flat Earthers because um, now it, it's definitely uh, not the primary thing I do, but it's growing in, in relevance uh, on my channel and in my life in terms of something that I think I can provide the public. Yeah. Um, we've had our experience with the flat earthers. Don't buy into mm-hmm. it. I'm not a fan, uh, especially with their reactions. I was I was kind of into it for there for two minutes and then they were going about how much of an idiot I am. I'm like, that's just like, come on, you know, not for that. But uh, no, we've had our experience with them. Not the kindest people, even though they all <laughs> claim to be 
you know, we're all very friends. <laughs> but you know how it is. Uh, I'd say of all people, you know how it is. Um, I was checking out one of your videos earlier on and they were still commenting yeah. shit on it. Like crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're all, I mean, it's like when you're, when you're a flat earther, that's your identity. That's all you've got in life is this lie that makes you think you feel special. So that's what they do. They go, and you know, my, my flat earth debunks are very, very popular. Um, yeah. they, they get a lot of views, so they're easy targets. They're, just, you know, so you get the flat earth priests that are like, oh, I'll pretend to debunk this video. And then, you know, the people will say, aha, you debunked it. Like, <laughs> you didn't, you didn't do anything. <laughs> But, um, and so, you know, I, 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 it's, it's tapered off a little bit, but yeah, every day I still get flat earthers commenting on my videos. So. Yeah. And what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, exactly. People, people say <laughs> some, I see comments, uh, people saying like, it's like, there's no consequences in believing in it, but it's one of those things. It's a gateway. You know, if you yeah. start believing in that, then you're in the anti-vaxxers you're in, yeah, anti-vax and COVID denial for denial. sure. Um, and now they're all moving on to QAnon because Flat Earth has been debunked, you know, so many, it's just, it's dead. Like this this incarnation of Flat Earth is, is dead in the water. So most of them are kind of bailing and going to other things. And most of them are going to QAnon and they're bringing their people with them. And so that's what they're doing now. Yeah, but, I haven't uh, looked into QAnon at all. I know people talk about it sometimes on the channel. I kind of just tend to mm -hmm. I don't even go into it, man. Just like, no, I mean, I vaguely know what it is, but it's like, why? What would be the point of learning more about it? Like, it's just, there's I got, nothing. I got shit to be at. I got, I got a college course to do. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you, you, you got your YouTube channel. It's like we don't. Have yeah. Shit. And like, I'm, I'm dedicate their lives to this. I'm shit. busy. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like they, 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 fuck their family away, and it's, it's, it's crazy. The amount, the, the length still go to, to think they're right. It's... Well, I mean, I think most of them are just con men. I mean, the, the prominent ones are just lying to, I mean, they, they just, they don't have anything to do in life. Like they don't have anything that they can do that's legitimate. And they figured out this way to just like, oh, if I have this live stream every once in a while, I'll get some super chats and then like that's rent and I don't have to get a job. I, I really think that's what it is for most of them. Like they're not smart enough to do like a real con where, you know, like real con men who like, you know, like a Deepak Chopra, who's worth $150 million. They're not smart enough to do that. So they just do flat earth and they do a live stream and they get a hundred bucks and they do that, you know, every couple of days. And then they, there you go. That's, that's their job. And it's better. I mean, it's better than going to work at CVS or something. Like I get why they do that. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, you yeah. know, it thinks about like, like we had a guy on and he was a flat earther and basically the entire Thing he came on for is to promote his app which cost like three bucks over there so it's like mm -hmm. this guy did like a degree in marketing so he knows what he's at you know that's all the yeah tricks and stuff for man. sure you get the people that are i don't want to say dumb because they, they they're not dumb they're just badly influenced Mm, you know, like, no flat flat earthers are dumb, oh, fair enough. <laughs> <pretty> dumb. <laughs> but um yeah i mean we all need to make money and we all want to do as little work as possible to earn it uh, so i mean that's that explains that mm. and i'll get off flat earth now but like i've seen loads of videos uh especially during the start of the pandemic of you've so, you've probably seen them as well of people not wearing masks <clears throat> and shops and they fucking screaming like it's the funniest shit i've ever seen man because they just look like the world's biggest idiot. You know, it's crazy. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, COVID has been a very interesting experience uh, in terms of looking at science deniers and how they react to a global situation that, that we're all in. And I mean, there's definitely differing tiers, but I mean, the most ridiculous tier of all is people, I mean, like people who literally deny the germ theory of disease. Like there's a, a lot of people who are just saying viruses are not real. Like none of this is real. So we're not talking about like, if you want to have a conversation about like the origin of the novel coronavirus, like, is it natural or like, did it escape containment from a lab or like, was it even lab manufactured? Like we can have that conversation, you know, and we can look to like, that's a conversation you can have that, that, that peppers in only hints of paranoia, but to go from there on the high end of the spectrum, all the way down to viruses don't exist. I mean, how, like you're just, you're in denial of reality at that point. It's, it's shocking when people talk that way. So that that's kind of what I aim for is just, I want to just like sweep the basement floor and get rid of these absolute dumbest things that you could possibly believe, you know, and I'm not going to touch the lab manufacturer conspiracy because I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think it is. Uh, but you know, I'm not really in a position to talk about it. So I better just not, uh, I'll focus on the things that I know for sure are really wrong and dumb and explain to people why they're wrong and dumb. So, mm. and it's amazing how politicized it's become because, or yeah, no, it's, it's, it's incredible because it's like <laughs> in America, especially it's like, if you believe in coronavirus, suddenly you're, you're leftist, you're, Right. It, it, it's and then if you don't, it's like oh, you're on the right side. It's crazy how, <laughs> like that. I I don't understand that at all. But you guys are all about yeah. politics over there. It is like if you saw a yeah. guy in Ireland who had like this guy for president on his car, he'd get probably robbed. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> like it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I do and I don't get it. Like I I, I don't know. It's I I'm not. I don't know enough about like sociology and stuff. I mean, it, it's definitely bizarre. But it's just like I mean, anything that is on a global scale requires responses from governing bodies. Like mm. it's just obvious. Like a government is a body that that legislates and like does things. Uh, you know, does things on the biggest scale. So it's like when you have a global pandemic, like, yes, governments are going to react. And it, I don't know. It's just American politics in the past, you know, for the past 30 years, but in particular, obviously in the past four or five years, is just like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know what, what is going on anymore. It's, gotten, it's hard. Uh, especially with social media. And I do, I do media. So I know a lot about like misinformation online and stuff. And it's just crazy the amount of shit that's yeah. put on the internet and people take it at face value. Like, yeah, it's the post-truth era, as they say. I mean, it's yeah. just you. Everybody can invent their own reality and find media to corroborate it. You know, that's where you get. I mean, it's like most rational people would look at something like QAnon and just go, "Like, that's not real. Like, that's a joke, right?" But people really believe it. Uh, it's like, you, you guys, did you know that people make things up on the internet? Did you know that there are lies on the internet? Like, I just, I can't, I don't understand. I don't know how to I think one of shake my people out of it. Is, uh, it's when Tr Trump was running for president and, and an article came out saying that the, the Pope endorsed him. And mm -hmm. it just turns out that 
and it had over like one million shares and then it turned out it just wasn't true at all but the thing yes, is, is made it up. people people aren't going to see the second article seeing saying it's not true see they're yep. going to share that and then it's like onto the next thing yep and then yeah. it's true for them yeah <laughs> yep i mean yeah that's that it, it i to be honest i think that this sort of general thing that we're talking about here is the number one problem facing the human species in the 21st century because everything else like climate and you know pandemics and politics and all these other things are an offshoot of this singular problem that we can't seem to all figure out what's true um and we have the media landscape to 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 blame for that so we all thought the internet was going to be this great equalizer and help everybody understand what's true and it's really uh mucked things up um i think it's a net positive overall but we still have we you know we have to figure this out soon it within a few decades or i'm not really sure what's going to happen because we can't mobilize. We cannot like attack. We cannot address the problems because half the population thinks it's not a real problem. You know, uh, it, we cannot like progress as a species until we figure out how to all agree about what's real. You know, uh, that is an extremely important point you bring up there is that mm -hmm. we can't agree on it. And it is basically the media's fault because there is so much promotion on either side of like there is podcast news articles on why the coronavirus isn't real and then you have yeah. podcasts and articles you have loads of stuff on the other side saying the shit's real and you know and it's also the thing with like free speech as well that people are allowed to do what they want and so they can believe in this even if it's not real or it's not the truth it's yeah yeah and it's tough and, and i mean so then you get into censorship and stuff and, and, and it's a weird conversation because I, you know, I do think private platforms, you know, are now starting to exercise their right to, to, uh, you know, minimize, uh, certain forms of content, which are, which are lies. And then there's backlash because the public, uh, thinks it's a violation of free, of free speech. And it's like, no, by you saying that you're trying to violate the free speech of that, of that entity. Mm. So the irony is, is hilarious. Um, but uh, yeah, free speech just means like, like, I don't think somebody should go to jail for saying coronavirus is fake. I don't think they should be imprisoned for saying that. But if you're if, like YouTube has a right to deprioritize lies in the algorithm, you know what I mean? Like that's, they're a private company, but um, yeah, it, it is a big problem. I mean, what ends up happening is because you have this mountain of content on either side to the uneducated viewer, it just looks like equals that are arguing um when in fact it's truth and lies uh you know and so i don't know what the answer is here because you know i'm not a fan of censorship or limiting free speech or anything like that but like we have to neutralize misinformation somehow um we have to make it less profitable to lie i don't know what that looks like because the problem is when you have a certain sector of the population that wants to believe something media will pop out of thin air to corroborate that narrative because they'll get clicks, right? If somebody wants to believe something, they want to find the stuff that says what they want to be real. And they'll listen to that podcast and they'll buy that thing and they'll click that link and they'll whatever. So that's, it's not a mystery. That's why this stuff pops out of, you know, pops, pops out of, you know, comes out of the, out of the woodworks uh, to, to corroborate these narratives. Cause 
you know, there's a lot of money to be made in media, of course. Um, so yeah, obviously, (laughs) yeah, I don't have any, anything even remotely resembling a solution to this problem, but, um, I think at least we got to talk about it. But I agree with you there that free speech should also have certain consequences with, you know, like demonetizing fake news websites or, yeah, do you know, like that is a good idea or even, I don't know how they're going to sort out Facebook because I don't even have it, man. And it's just a complete shit show on there. There's some yeah. shit on it. Or even I think Brazil, um, the biggest app they use is WhatsApp and that's where they get all their fake news from. And they yep. send links into group chats and that'll go hundred thousand ways over. It's, it's crazy. Yep. Yeah. It's that's, that's all it is. We have to figure out how to make it less profitable to lie. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't really know. Yeah. Check back with me in a decade and maybe I'll have something better to say about it. But uh, yeah. I'll book you in. But uh, cool. before you go, let's, let's talk about this book coming out tomorrow. Sure. What's it about? Uh, so the book is called, um, <clears throat> is this Wi-Fi organic, uh, a guide to spotting misleading science online. So it kind of takes the two main things I do in my channel. So I've got predominantly academic tutorials and then also the debunking content sort of combines them. Um, and, uh, I'm sort of, uh, I'm targeting broad pseudoscientific trends that the public uh, engages in. So things from really just innocent misunderstandings of like what certain words mean, like natural, synthetic, organic, toxin, energy theory, stuff like that. And just sort of like, okay, here's what they mean. Here's what some people think they mean. Here's why that's wrong. Here's why they think that. I like to kind of diagnose the anatomy of the confusion, right? There's this alternate uh, connotation that's been painted under this. That's why people think that. So now let's not think that. Um, But um, doing this by taking really brief explanatory passages. So just here's the very most important stuff from like high school chemistry in 10 pages. And let's just get that out of the way. And then we can apply it to here's this word and, and even here's this hoax and here's this con man and here's this alt health industry, this multi-billion dollar industry that's uh, profiting, you know, exploiting chemophobia and, and uh, to, to sell bogus uh, supplements and, and, and healing treatments and things like this. Um, so yeah, that's uh that's pretty much what it is <laughs> and uh, that's my contribution uh, i would say uh, at least for right now to trying to uh get get public science literacy uh a little stronger yeah and where can people find the book if they would want to purchase it so pretty much everywhere i can send you some links uh you know amazon barnesandnoble.com you know book what is it bookshop book depository is the one where it's uh free free shipping worldwide uh and then it's an ebook and it's an audio book I, I did the narration myself so uh it's all it's all the it's a real book all where all the books are <laughs> so uh pretty excited yeah well man i'll tell you first i'm looking forward to reading it you know I fantastic find what yeah. you do really interesting and if people want to follow you, where can they find you? So the big one is just the YouTube channel, Professor Dave Explains. Um, you know, shoot me a subscribe, uh, and then I'm on the, all the socials uh, at Dave Explains. Although uh, I don't want to disappoint, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm a zenial, so I'm kind of like that micro generation where like I have social media, but I don't do it. Like I don't care about it, and I don't <laughs> use it properly. Uh, but I'm on there, so yeah, Dave Explains on Instagram and Twitter and whatever. Okay. So, yep. Dave, I want to thank you so much for coming on. This has been great. Yeah, of course. Thanks and for having me. 
for those watching, sound for watching, remember to keep safe, stay away from yourself and good luck to you. Top of the morning, lads and ladies. Support for the Awful Irish podcast is now brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's global waste grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels and you're no longer leave the look of the Irish with the ladies. Manscaped just launched in Ireland. We've gone years without using the right tools for the job. You can now be one of the first men in Ireland to experience their life-changing products. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code IRISHPOD at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code IRISHPOD.